Okay. Okay, let's get into this. There are two people that you can prioritize in your business, two groups of people that you can choose to prioritize. You can, technically there's a third, but if you're prioritizing the third, you're really not doing business right. You can prioritize your client or your lead. The third option would be prioritizing people that are like not interested. So obviously we're not going to be doing that. So your choices really are, do you prioritize your client or your lead? What is your initial reaction to this question? What would your gut tell you you should prioritize? Because chances are your answer is, I should prioritize my client. They've paid me. They should be my top priority. Some people will say, yes, you absolutely should. But I'm going to offer a slightly different perspective that would suggest that you should prioritize your lead. Now, that sounds super controversial. Why would you prioritize people that haven't paid you any money? You'll, you'll have some things to think about after this, after this episode. Now, let's be clear before we go into this. Prioritizing one does not mean that you're neglecting the other or that you've forgotten about the other one, right? We're not saying by prioritizing leads, we're ignoring our clients, right? Of course, it just means that you're choosing which one comes first. It's about your attitude. It's about how you set up your calendar, which one gets your first thought and which one gets your second, right? So it's not all or nothing. It's just step one, step two, number one, number two, right? So let's just clear that up. I'm not telling you to ignore your clients. Absolutely not. What I'm suggesting is perhaps you want to prioritize your leads. And here's why. I'm going to tell you about two different, very different church experiences that I've had. We're going to talk about this in the context of in the context of church because I think it's really interesting parallel for your community, your building relationships with people, your clients, your leads, what that actually looks like. I'm going to tell you two two very different church experiences that I have personally had with churches that I have attended. Now, these are demonstrating extremes. One is going to be extreme focused on the client and one is extreme focused on the lead. And you're going to see a little bit of why. First of all, we're going to see why we don't take it to an extreme and ignore the other, right? Um, But through this, we're going to learn some interesting things that we can, that we can take away from this and show you like what a good model would be. So let me tell you first, the first church that I went to. Now, this was a really great church in so many ways. Both of these churches had a lot of really good things going on for it. Um, But this first church poured so, so fully into the members, into the body. There were always they had internships where you could learn in in depth like almost like courses the worship was some of the best that i have personally ever enjoyed i felt so connected and loved the worship there the sermons the pastor was phenomenal he always talked in such an educated way and had some really really interesting things to share he was kind of like he loved like history and architecture and archaeology and actually shared a lot of like really interesting things um, about the Bible that I would never have thought to know. Um, 
Anyway, so much was going on. There were always events, gatherings, everything that really helped everyone in the church feel connected. A really, really great example of what it means to do community. And I think in another episode in the future, I'm going to break down everything that I learned from this church about doing community right, because it's one of the most phenomenal church experiences I've personally ever had. I felt so taken care of and nurtured there. And I, I, I still to this day miss this church. I don't live where this church is anymore. Um, and I really do miss this church. But the downside to that, um, at least back then, I think things have changed now, but they really did not focus on outreach ever. There were basically nothing to bring the outside community in. They didn't really have events that brought people in. There were occasionally things like they would run alpha courses occasionally where they would encourage people to bring friends and stuff, but it really was um, a part of the church that was somewhat, somewhat neglected. Um, I think they have since changed that a little bit and have been doing more outreach things, but there was so much focus internally that they just didn't really have the time and capacity to focus externally at that time. Now, let's compare to church number as a member of the church, I felt very, very neglected by this church. The people were fantastic. I, they were really, really lovely people. They were so nice. Like when we first joined, they invited, like they invited me for lunch and um, they, you know, wanted me to go for coffee and meet with me personally. The pastor and his wife, you know, really wanted to help me like settle in. They were very attentive to me as a new member when I was brand new. After I had been going for a while, you know, I kind of slipped the priority list and they focused their attention on other new people that were coming in. Um, but they were so, so focused. They, everything that they did was kind of outreach, external, bring new people in, bring, there was always this, bring new people, invite people, invite people, do all these external things to the point where I felt kind of neglected spiritually because there was never anything that challenged me, that grew me, that encouraged me to pursue a deeper level of faith. Every single sermon was a very surface level, this is why you should be saved. It was basically everything was designed so that if it was your first time at church, it was the perfect first time experience, which is not in of itself bad, but it really did neglect the need and capacity for deeper spiritual growth. Even the small groups that they ran were set up so that you would invite people. So everything, again, was very surface level, very introductory, very superficial, and there was no depth. There was no ability for me in the community to go deeper in my faith. So two very extreme different church experiences here. Now, what I want to point out and what I want you to take away from this is both of them, first of all, neither of them were bad churches, right? Like, let's just get that clear. Neither of them are necessarily wrong in their approach, right? It's important to pour into your body and important to pour into your community and do outreach. Like, both pieces are needed, but these are two kind of extreme examples of where we've maybe tipped the scale one way more than the other. So when we're coming back to the business focus, this is where we're ignoring the client or ignoring the lead. 
in pursuit of the other. And that's not what we're doing. We want to get to this place where we prioritize one, but don't ignore the other, right? So we're going to picture a third church here where we've got a little bit of a better balance between these two things. And this is going to help you understand how you maybe want to set this up in your business, right? So let's picture church number three. Church number three has a pastor that has very interesting sermons. There's a very good range of um, information. There's different lessons. There's the bigger picture takeaways for the new people coming in. But we get into the details. We're not afraid to actually challenge and educate the body, to talk about the controversial topics, to talk about some of the deeper, harder concepts that people want to get into to evolve their faith. But we still have bigger picture takeaways so that people that are new can, you know, get with the picture and actually understand. The worship is really great. It really focuses on filling people up. It's not designed to be, quote unquote, like not scary or off-putting or anything. It's just there to serve the people and to allow the body to worship well. There are small groups set up to allow people to go really in-depth with their small community and to really let those people walk in faith together and to do life together and to really pour into each other and build each other up. All the pieces set as foundations to really pour into the body. But as soon as someone new walks into the building, the pastor knows that there's someone new. They walk straight up to them and greets them personally and sits down and spends five minutes before the service getting to know them. Maybe they get invited to lunch or coffee if there's an event or there's the budget for that kind of thing. There's also greeters in the church who come by and say hello to the new family. The Maybe the Sunday school leader that comes by to introduce themselves to the children and get the kids, you know, take to, to meet the other children in the church. All these people know that someone new is here and they become the focus, right? Suddenly, instead of catching up with your friend about what happened in your week, you turn your attention to the new person and say hello and make them feel welcome in this new space. Because we know that they're new and we want them to feel welcomed. We can come back and catch up with our old friend later because we know we'll see them next week. We know they're going to be there. We can catch up in all these other ways. For right now, the focus is on that new person that just came in the door for the first time. So you see how this is a better balance. We're not ignoring the people that are already in the church. We're prioritizing in that moment the people that are new. This, in my opinion, is the best way to set up your business because your clients, yes, they paid you. Yes, it's important that you serve them well, but they haven't just walked into your community for the first time. They don't know like those new people, they don't know their way around, right? They've just come to your Facebook group. They don't know where the guides are or what information's in there. They don't know what past trainings have just happened. They don't know what events you have coming up. They don't really know if, they, if they're if they 100% ready to be there or what's going on. They're brand new. <laughs> if you, as a business owner, are too busy serving your clients to welcome someone into your group, to take five minutes to get to know them, to offer, if you want, a free 15-minute call to get to know them better. If you're busy, if you're too busy to implement those things in your business, that's when your priorities are wrong. Because your clients will be there tomorrow. Your clients will be there next week. That new person that just stumbled across your Facebook group may check out immediately 
if they don't feel welcome and they don't feel like they know what's going on. If they didn't get a quick, hello, nice to see you here. How are you doing? Right? That's the balance. That's why new people should be your priority, in my opinion, right? The reason that this episode was created is because I got off balance. And that's why it's so important to me to get that balance back. I got so swept up and so busy serving my clients that for about two months, I did nothing to grow my business. I didn't post a single free resource. I didn't offer any, I could barely offer any free events. I didn't run a training video or anything for my my general audience because I was so busy working and serving the people that paid me. I didn't have time to grow any new business. And how are you going to get new leads if you don't put any attention into the people that are not yet your clients? I don't ignore my clients in any way, not at all. In fact, I feel like I serve my students very well. I'm very connected into what they're doing and um, spend time every day and every week making sure that they are attended to and that I'm helping them and doing my best to serve them in the way that they need. But it's also my first priority every single week to make sure that I go into my Facebook group and respond to the comments and the posts that people made and to chat with them and to comment on their posts, um, give them my thoughts, my feedback, to just answer their question. Um, I, it's my priority to go into Facebook groups and to make a post, to share thought. My priority to do this podcast every single week, to serve the people who may or may not be my clients, right? There's, there's a lot more people that listen to this podcast than are in my program, right? So my priority is you, my listener, whether you pay me or not, you're my priority, right? This is the, the better balance in my opinion, right? We don't want extremes. We don't want church one. We don't want church two. We want church three where everyone, all your clients feel very attended to. They've got their resources, their ways to access you. They've got their coaching calls. They've got their content. They've got their dedicated Facebook group to ask you questions. But you make sure as a business owner that every single day, every single week, you prioritize making time for the people that are not yet your clients because they will never become your clients if you don't have a good relationship with them, if they don't feel like you care, if they don't feel like you're interested and invested in their success. So this may be different to what you expected. <laughs> this may be different to what you've heard other people hear. Most people will tell you always prioritize your paying customers. But this is a different approach that I think is better. I think is more important. Prioritize the people that don't yet know that you care and show them that you care. Make the first move. <laughs> show them that you're invested in them before they ever invest in you. It's the first step and the only step to take to begin that journey before they actually say yes. All right. I hope that this has been interesting. This has given you some food for thought and um, go away and reflect on this. See what you think about it. I would love, I'd love to hear what you think about this episode because I know there's some things to unpack in here. There's some things to think about. So come over to my Facebook group, Faith Filled Business on Facebook. Come over there and Please post in the group and tell me what you think about this episode. I would really, really love to hear, was this meaningful to you? Does this make sense? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I want to know. Let's have a conversation about this. Come and tell me what you think about this. Um, and I'll be sure to be there, see your post or see your comment, and 
we'll talk about it. I'd love to have that conversation. I will see you in the Facebook group. And until then, I will see you in our next episode.